friends today we are going to discuss about the happy prince it is a story by well known writer oscar wilde oscar wilde was born in dublin he was a great success academically and graduated with a double first in the classics while at oxford he was influenced by several ideas which were to shape his entire life chief among these was the concept of aestheticism propagated by walter pater pater upheld the doctrine of art for art's sake and under his influence pater upheld the doctrine of beauty for beauty's sake he was equally attracted by the ideas of john ruskin on the relationship of art and life in his public life He was the apostle of aestheticism and his habitual dress was a velvet coat. Despite the extravagance of his costumes, he was a serious and hard-working perfectionist in his work. In 1888, he published The Happy Prince and Other Tales, which is a collection of fairy tales and prose poems, delighting child and adult alike so this is the information of great writer oscar wilde and now we will see the actual story that is the happy prince high above the city on a tall column stood the statue of the happy prince he was gilded all over with thin leaves of fine gold for eyes he had two bright sapphires and a large red ruby glowed on his sword hilt he was very much admired indeed he's as beautiful as a weathercock remarked one of the town councillors who wished to gain a reputation for having artistic taste only not quite so useful he added fearing lest people should think him and practical which he really was not why can't you be like the happy prince asked a sensible mother of a little boy who was crying for the moon the happy prince never dreams of crying for anything i am glad there is someone in the world who is quite happy muttered a disappointed man as he gazed at the wonderful statue he looks just like an angel said the charity children as they came out of the cathedral in their bright scarlet cloaks and their clean white pinafores how do you know said the mathematical master you have never seen one ah but we have in our dreams answered the children and the mathematical master frowned and looked very severe for he did not approve of children dreaming One night there flew over the city a little swallow. His friends had gone away to Egypt six weeks before, but he had stayed behind, for he was in love with the most beautiful reed. He had met her early in the spring as he was flying down the river after a big yellow moth, and had been so attracted by her slender waist 
that he had stopped to talk to her. Shall I love you, said the swallow, who liked to come to the point at once, and Reed made him a low bow. So he flew round and round her, touching the water with his wings and making silver ripples. This was his courtship, and it lasted all through the summer. It is a ridiculous attachment, twittered the other swallows. She has no money and far too many relations. And indeed, the river was quite full of reeds. Then when the attempt came, they all flew away. After they had gone, he felt lonely and began to tire of his lady love. She has no conversation, he said, and I am afraid that she is a quackwit, for she is always flirting with the wind. And certainly, whenever the wind blew, the reed made the most graceful curtsies. I admit that she is domestic, he continued, but I love travelling, and my wife consequently should love travelling also. Will you come away with me? He said finally to her, but the reed shook her head. She was so attached to her home. You have been trifling with me, he tried. I am off to the pyramids. Goodbye, and he flew away. All day long he flew, and at night time he arrived at the city. Where shall I put up? he said. I hope the town has made preparations. Then he saw the statue on the tall column. I will put up there, he cried. It is a fine position with plenty of fresh air. So he alighted just between the feet of the happy prince. I have a golden bedroom, he said softly to himself as he looked around. And he prepared to go to sleep. But just as he was putting his head under his wing, a large drop of water fell on him. What a curious thing, he cried. There is not a single cloud in the sky. The stars are quite clear and bright, and yet it is raining. The climate in the north of Europe is really dreadful. The reed used to like the rain, but that was merely her selfishness. Then another drop fell. What is the use of a statue if it cannot keep the rain off? He said, I must look for a good chimney pot, and he determined to fly away. But before he had opened his wings, a third drop fell, and he looked up and saw. Ah, what did he see? The eyes of the happy prince were filled with tears, and tears were running down his golden cheeks. His face was so beautiful in the moonlight that the little swallow was filled with pity. Who are you? he said. I am the happy prince. Why are you weeping then? asked the swallow. You have quite drenched me. When I was alive and had a human heart, answered the statue, I did not know what tears were, for I lived in the palace of San Sousi, where swallow is not allowed to enter. In the daytime I played with my companions in the garden, and in the evening I laid the dance in the great hall. Round the garden ran a very lofty wall, but I never cared to ask 
what lay behind everything about me was so beautiful my courtiers called me the happy prince and happy indeed i was if pleasure be happiness so i lived and so i died and now that i am dead they have set me up here so high that i can see all the ugliness and all the misery of my city and though my heart is made of lead yet i cannot choose but weep what is he not solid gold said the swallow to himself he was too polite to make any personal remarks out loud far away continued the statue in a low musical voice far away in a little street there is a poor house one of the windows is open and through it i can see a woman seated at a table her face is thin and worn and she has coarse red hands all pricked by the needle for she is a seamstress she is embroidering passion flowers on a satin gown for the loveliest of the queen's maids of honor to wear at the next court ball in a bed in the corner of the room her little boy is laying ill he has a fever and is asking for oranges his mother has nothing to give him but river water so he is crying swallow swallow little swallow will you not bring her the ruby out of my sword hilt my feet are fastened to this pedestal and i cannot move i am awaited for in egypt said the swallow my friends are flying up and down the nile and talking to the large lotus flowers soon they will go to sleep in the tomb of the great king the king is there himself in his painted coffin he is wrapped in yellow linen and emblazoned with spices round his neck is a chain of pale green jade and his hands are like withered leaves swallow swallow little swallow said the prince will you not stay with me for one night and be my messenger the boy is so thirsty and the mother so sad i don't like i like boys answered the swallow last summer when i was staying on the river there were two rude boys the miller's sons who were always throwing stones at me they never hit me of course we swallows fly far too well for that and besides i come of a family famous for its agility but still it was a mark of disrespect but the happy prince looked so sad the little swallow was sorry it is very cold here he said but i will stay with you for one night and be your messenger thank you little swallow said the prince so the swallow picked out the great ruby from the prince sword and flew away with it in his beak over the roofs of the town he passed by the cathedral tower where the white marble angels were sculptured he passed by the palace and heard the sound of dancing a beautiful girl came out of the balcony with her lover how wonderful the stars are he said to her 
and how wonderful is the power of love i hope my dress will be ready in the time for the state ball she answered i have ordered passion flowers to be embroidered on it but the seamstresses are so lazy he passed over the river and saw the lanterns hanging to the masts of the ships he passed over the ghetto and saw the old jews bargaining with each other and weighing out money in copper scales at last he came to the poor house and looked in the boy was tossing feverishly on his bed and the mother had fallen asleep she was so tired in he hopped and laid the great ruby on the table beside the woman's thimble then he flew gently round the bed fanning the boy's forehead with his wings how cool i feel said the boy i must be getting better and he sank into a delicious slumber then the swallow flew back to the happy prince and told him that he had done it is curious he remarked but i feel quite warm now although it is so cold that is because you have done a good action said the prince and the little swallow began to think and then he fell asleep thinking always made him sleepy